Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Hello, welcome back. Darren Mitchell here, and you're listening to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. So great you could join me for yet another brand new episode on a brand new day at the beginning of a brand new week. Today being Monday, the 6th of June, 2022. And of course, wherever you happen to be in this big wide world of ours, I trust you've had a phenomenal weekend, had some time to recuperate, reflect, uh, regenerate, and get ready to reload for this week. As we get closer to the end of June, it's uh, certainly for a lot of companies here in Australia, it's time to batten down the hatches and really turn up the turbo jets and uh, go through to the finishing line, given that most companies have a financial year end of the 30th of June. And of course, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, you're probably thinking, what is he talking about? Because we have different financial years, and I know some have financial years at the end of the calendar year, end of December, and other organizations have them, say, at the end of March or the end of April. So uh, here in Australia, most companies are gearing up for the end of the financial year being the 30th of June, hence the pedal is to the metal as we head into the last few weeks of June. And in today's episode, before we jump into it, of course, a reminder that if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, uh, why not? Hopefully, uh, you're getting some value, and if you're a return listener, I greatly appreciate you coming back and of course uh, to make it easier for new episodes to be available to you when they are released uh, if you can follow the show or subscribe to the show that will enable me to let you know when new episodes are up and ready to be listened to and of course if you can rate the show as well and leave a comment that would be greatly appreciated and of course if you've got people within your sphere of influence who you are trying to help you're trying to develop and if you believe they would be benefit they would benefit or they would be benefiting that'd be benefiting from a podcast such as this, then by all means share this podcast with them, share the link and encourage them to plug into not just this podcast, but other podcasts as well, because there's a stack of podcasts available in the marketplace right now. And a lot of them are really, really good. So highly recommend you plug into this and it certainly beats listening to Talkback Radio just, uh, just quietly. So greatly appreciate you plugging in. So yeah, with that said, in today's episode, at the start of the week, I wanted to talk about, I guess, the one behavior that I believe unlocks exceptional sales performance. And when it comes to looking at what drives this, what drives outstanding sales performance, if you like, irrespective of industry, it's actually very easy for us to look at the surface level metrics. And often this is going to be things like the conversion rates, the number of calls that are being made, what are the sales numbers? Uh, what sort of revenue are we generating? What's the what sort of incremental margin are we trying to gra- grab from um, uh, from different products and services that we're providing to the marketplace? And sometimes we even look at the quality and the experience of the sales executives uh, in our team. And whilst these metrics may be a legitimate indicator of performance, and they are, there we can often ignore some key triggers that enable the sales leaders to really unleash the potential of the sales teams. And this is what we're all about here at the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast, is looking at ways to help sales leaders unleash the potential of their sales team so that team performance not only becomes exceptional, it also becomes replicable, and it also becomes sustainable so that as a sales leader, we don't have to continue to reinvent things 
and to do completely different things in order to drive the results and to keep the results at a really high level. Now, don't get me wrong, because the metrics we just talked about in terms of conversion numbers, sales numbers, profitability, revenue, they're all legitimate measurements of success. And at least from the outside, those measurements of success uh, are in fact the standard metrics. What are the new sales numbers? What is the incremental revenue we're getting? What is the growth we're getting year on year, month on month, quarter on quarter? What sort of profit margins are we are we maintaining and are we growing profit margins? Now, the key thing to understand here is that for those numbers to happen and certainly for them to be consistent, there's a power of work that goes on behind the scenes that the sales leaders need to undertake, not just once, but on a regular basis. Now, one of the things that I'm, that I'm really big on is looking at what separates uh, average sales leaders from the exceptional sales leaders. And by very virtue of this particular podcast name being the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast, it's always about what are, what are the exceptional sales leaders doing that the non-exceptional sales leaders are not that separates them from their competition and enables them to oversee teams that drive outstanding and sustainable results. Now, there's a lot of stuff they do differently, but there is one discipline that they prioritize over anything else and they become non-negotiable. In fact, they become manic around this. Now, whilst every single sales leader has the capability to specialize in this area, the vast majority and the very vast majority of sales leaders will only focus on this for a very small period of time. And when the results start to roll in, they often will start to roll back on their focus of this particular discipline. However, exceptional sales leaders do not do this. They make this an absolute priority day in and day out week in and week out, month in and month out, year in and year out. That is, it is always in the forefront of their mind. And they make this discipline a key part of their daily agenda. And the question is, what is it? What is this discipline? Is it the secret source? Well, for a lot of people, it actually is. And my, my belief, and I'm, I'm quite biased, is I believe this particular discipline is one of the key things, if not the key thing, that separates the exceptional sales leaders from their competition. And what is it? It is coaching. The one behavior that exceptional sales leaders will make a priority that separates them from their competition is that it is coaching. Now, when you look at any elite sporting organization, any elite business organization, you'll have leaders who prioritize coaching. Now, I've shared this story many times, but I used to work at a very large Australian organization by the name of Telstra. And many years ago, there was the year of the coach. And if you've been listening to the podcast, and I can't remember which episode it was, but uh, you would have heard this story where there was a whole bunch of sales leaders across the country in the enterprise and government space of Telstra who were instructed, who were, uh, I wouldn't say incentivized, but they were highly encouraged to embrace this concept of coaching. And essentially what the business wanted is they wanted the national sales managers across the business to focus their attention on coaching their team so that they could unlock the sales performance of their team and really take their performance against their competition to the stratosphere. Now, very interestingly, like uh, like a lot of uh, newer, I guess, behaviors and newer techniques and, and bearing in mind there was a lot of sales leaders at that particular time who had lots and lots of years of experience and it's fair to say not a lot of experience when it comes to coaching and we had some uh, we had some coaching accreditation come in, we had some coaching programs done, we had some external facilitators, uh, which were phenomenal. I ended, up, I ended up working with them after I left Telstra, which was, uh, which was another story which I'll share another, on another day. And having gone through a coaching accreditation and done a, a diploma in coaching, I was one of those sales leaders who fully embraced this and understood the power that coaching could bring 
not just to a sales team, but also to a sales leadership cohort. Unfortunately though, I was in the minority because what tended to happen across that year is there was a lot of token approaches to coaching and it's fair to say that the senior sales leaders who were overseeing, I guess, the, the general managers and the sales managers across the organization didn't place enough emphasis on this and it was more the, of a tick-in-the-box type of exercise to the point where I remember 12 months later sitting down at the annual sales conference and overhearing a number of sales leaders talking about it and how they were saying, thank goodness this year is over. Thank Christ we can actually get rid of the year of the coach and we can get back to doing the things that we know will move the dial. Now, unfortunately, these guys didn't embrace the, the methodology of coaching, didn't embrace the concept of coaching. And interestingly, if you looked at their team's performance, their team's performance across a, a wide spectrum of time was nowhere near some of the performance levels of teams that had coaches or sales leaders who were actually applying a level of coaching methodology on a regular basis. Now, unfortunately, these, these sales leaders were not brought to account and uh, one of the key reasons why it sort of fizzed out in the end was because there was no senior level accountability that was driven around coaching. However, it didn't mean though that some of the key sales leaders across that organization who did embrace the coaching methodology, they got some amazing results. And in fact, there's a number of sales leaders that have come out of that time that have now uh, forged some really successful careers in many different industries across IT and ICT that came out of that time, that year of the coach. And thank goodness they had sales leaders at that particular time who really dialed in the coaching methodology and really played a key role in developing those people because they did unlock the potential of those sales teams and created in the process a number of brand new sales leaders, which was which was phenomenal. And those sales leaders who did embrace the year of the coach, they understood that every single conversation essentially provided an opportunity for a coaching conversation. It was every customer meeting provided an opportunity for feedback at the end of the meeting, which, by the way, also provided an opportunity for a coaching conversation. Every one-on-one -on -one provided an opportunity for a coaching conversation. In fact, there were situations daily that lended themselves to a coaching conversation. And when you think about it, and this is one of the fallacies that I think a lot of people have around coaching, is when people think about coaching, they often have this fixation that it needs to be a formalized sit-down, one-on-one type thing where we've got a coach and a coachee or a mentor and a mentee that's sitting down and having a formalized conversation. Well, that is not the case. Coaching is, I believe, is more of an attitude and it's not simply a conversation. It doesn't have to be a formalized meeting. It can be organic and it can be moment to moment. So this approach is what underpins exceptional performance. And if you've got sales leaders who are very highly ranked in terms of the emotional intelligence scale, if they can see opportunities where there's a coaching opportunity, they will take that coaching opportunity because the intention is to help their team get better. And when you think about what coaching is, coaching is about developing skill set. Coaching is also about uh, challenging people in terms of their approach, their behaviors, their attitude, and a whole host of things. It is about helping that person get better. And as a sales leader, that is fundamentally what we're there to do. We are, we are there to make sure that our team is given every opportunity to unleash the potential that they have. It's also an opportunity for us to drive accountability to the team to do the things they know we know they need to do and that they know they need to do in order to drive the results that become sustainable and replicable. And the best way I know how to do that, and this is based on experience and also having worked with hundreds and hundreds of people and also done a lot of different accreditations, is to create an environment where coaching is not just expected, it is actually demanded. Now, if you listen to most, if not all, elite sporting uh, teams, sporting players, individuals, but also collectively teams, 
You listen to the way they speak about the environment they're in, and all of them are in environments where coaching is mandatory. Coaching is expected. Coaching is demanded. And when it comes to that, it's always high performance. And it's, it's dual accountability. So the coach is being uh, kept to, to account by their team because they're always looking for feedback. And the team is kept to account by the coach because the coach is always always giving feedback and always having these coaching conversations. So if you're sitting there thinking, oh, I've got to have these formalized conversations, as we've already said, it doesn't have to be that. It can be quite organic and it can be quite in the moment. And perhaps take some pressure off yourself. Don't call it a coaching conversation. Simply call it a conversation because what it comes down to is what is your intention? As a sales leader, is your intention there to actually help your team? Is it is your intention to help drive exceptional performance? And if it is, you'll do whatever you possibly can to help your team do that. Guess what? That is a coaching conversation. Now, in today's episode, I'm not necessarily going to talk about a specific coaching methodology because there's a lot of coaching methodologies out there and I might record a podcast uh, sometime this week in relation to one key methodology that is widely used and very, very effective. But at this stage, all I want you to think about as a sales leader is this, and ask yourself this question. How often are you coaching your team? Now, if your team are not delivering the results you're expecting right now, rather than looking at the actions and the behaviors of your team, ask yourself how often are you holding coaching conversations? Because as we always talk about, your team is and always will be a reflection of you. So a lot of the challenges is the leaders are not spending enough time and having enough conversations and certainly not coaching enough or their team to the point where they can turn those numbers around and turn that performance around. Because often, and I'll be honest, a lot of it comes back to that year of the coach at Telstra many years ago, a lot of the sales leaders avoided having the coaching conversations because they didn't know how to have them in an effective way which unfortunately indicated that the, the conversations, they were thinking more about how they could get it right than necessarily thinking about what the intention of the conversation was, and that is to help their team. So to make it really easy for you, I will record a podcast around one of the key models that we use in coaching. But for now, just ask yourself that question. How often am I coaching my team? Now, when it comes to coaching, just think about this. How often are you having conversations with your team to help them make improvements, to help them unlock the key to exceptional performance? How often are you having conversations to provide feedback that perhaps they're implementing some things not to the level that they know they can, but they're not quite sure how to actually make those adjustments? It's you who can observe them, who can actually provide some guidance and some feedback in order to help them change the way they do things so that they can get a different result. That, by the way, is coaching. So as we wrap up this episode, understand this, the one behavior that will unlock exceptional sales performance more so than anything else is coaching because that is the key. It is not with respect demanding more calls or having more conversion conversations or doing more emails or reaching out to more people on LinkedIn. It is increasing the number of coaching conversations that you are having with your team as a sales leader. So as we begin this brand new week, I want you to think about this and apply renewed and conscious focus on coaching conversations and just watch what happens. I challenge you, if you can increase your level of engagement and if you can increase your level of focus on coaching conversations, just be ready to see the results change. Just watch what happens. You may be, may be pleasantly surprised. So there's your challenge for this week. Uh, apply a renewed focus on coaching and have those organic coaching conversations as often as you possibly can. So with that said, I trust that message resonates. Hope it uh, helps you on your quest to become an exceptional sales leader. And of course, if you'd like some help with this, if you'd like to work one-on-one, love the opportunity of having a conversation with you and seeing how I may be able to help you fast track that development so that you can become an exceptional sales leader in a much, much shorter time frame. It's often easier 
to actually work with somebody who has been there, done that, who maybe has a different perspective, who can drive accountability rather than going it alone. So if that's you and if you are committed to taking your sales leadership to an exceptional level and you're not satisfied with where you're at right now and you definitely know there's another level you can get to, which will have direct impact and direct positive impact on your sales team, then I'd love to have the opportunity of having a conversation. To do that, simply go to leadwithdarren.com and we'll jump on a call, have a conversation about where you're at, what you're looking to achieve, and let's put a plan together and start working together as early as this week to get you well on your way to being an exceptional sales leader. So as always, look forward to that conversation and I also look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.